Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's Indie Artist Music Hustle with me, Blonde Intelligence, Miss Ronnie, where I always seek to give you exquisite cranial repertoire. This week, we have a very special guest from here in Pine Bluff. We have the rap duo group, MCE. Say hello to everyone. Peace, peace. What's going on, y'all? Peace, what's going on? People, good folks. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to start out. We'll let each one of you introduce yourself and tell how, I guess, y'all formulated the group. And you can choose whichever one y'all want to go first. I can go. Uh, I'm Sid Adams, Cedric Adams. So I'm using my real name, you know, as far as the rap name goes. But I'm originally from Chicago, and I've been in like Pamela, Arkansas for like 20 years. And uh, I met I met my brother over Femi from uh, doing beats, you know. So we were, I was getting beats from him, and we just collabed in that kind of way. So later on, my brother-in-law who sings. You know, we just started adding them on songs and it just became, in a short story, it just became MCE that way, you know, because we all had the same type of ideas that we want to put out as far as artistic wise and, you know, what we want to talk about. Okay. So, yo, uh, I go by the name Obufemi. Uh, I've been using this name since, about 2007, 2008. Uh, I'm from Pine Bluff, Arkansas, born and raised. Um, and I mean, music is, is is a passion of mine, you know, from a, from a child. So um, like the brother said, uh, we kind of met through through music, you know what I'm saying? I, I primarily, I made beats more than I was actually recording music. So uh, he bought a beat from me and we kind of hooked up, you know, uh, from there, uh, and you know, we we brothers to this day. Yeah. So, um, and oh, shout man. out to E, uh, the other brother, uh, Paul. He E and used to be Mac. Him come from C is S said, yeah. and E is Ashman So, yeah, he's a he's a he's a, he's the singer that that meshes that meshes the rhyme phrases together. So Ashmalet is the E uh, in E C. ECM and MCE. MCE. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how long have y'all actually been a group? A group? We. Um, 20, Something like that. Okay. Oh, three so, years, about 2010. What yeah. brought you to Pine Bluff? And you said y'all hooked up with music, so I'm gonna assume that you probably was in the band. No, I wasn't in the band. You talking about me, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Uh, I came to Pine Bluff from Chicago, like with family. Okay, you know, okay. Uh, you know, my immediate family, like mother and brother and sister. You know, so I was. I had done some recording with other people, and. Um, a guy we both know, uh, Sherrod Grip Cannon, he's from Pine Bluff, and he gets down to rapping, you know. Uh, told me, man, my brother got some beats. And so I was like, I need some beats. So let me, okay. you know, check him out. And that's what I met my other brother. And, man, we've been, like, tight since, man, because, yeah, he came with it on those beats. I think you know? we started on that, like, maybe 
2008, 2009, and we Knowledge Yourself, Volume One. Yeah, so that dropped like 2010. So we've been at this with MTE for 11 years now. So yeah, and like he said, you know, we wear a lot of hats. I mean, like I said, fathers, husbands, you know, artists, creators, all those things. You know, rolling the one. Okay. So, what made y'all want to stay in the Pine Bluff? And although Pine Bluff is really known for music, Arkansas is not known for music. So, what was your motivation to keep it here? Um. I would say that, um, like I said, I started doing music here. I started writing in 97. I started writing rap. That's like when I graduated high school. So uh, I went to the military, you know, came back home in 99. Like about 2000, I started making beats. So um, the I've, I've seen the hip-hop and rap scene change over the past 20 years here as far as representation. I think that Pine Bluff and artists from Pine Bluff in this area definitely have a message, a voice. Um, so we have a very unique experience, I think, uh, that we bring to the table. Like you said, Pine Bluff may be known for music, but Arkansas ain't in So, and but Pine Bluff is a chocolate city. So a lot of soul come up out of here. So, and we part of that. So, yeah, and, that's and then where I come from. Yeah, and I and I look at you know as well that with me what made me want to keep going here is that I met like I said this brother and plenty of other brothers and like uh like Funky Foot you know who you just mentioned you know we're doing a project now that he's on the like mindedness you know saying like when you meet when you meet people that's doing what you're doing you know you want to continue that line you want to keep doing that you know okay so tell me what is it each one of you love about hip hop. You've been doing it for so long, and I know that you are the artist and you do the, the beats, and that's how it started out. What has made you continue to put the effort in the way you have? Yo, go ahead and so take that. Making... Oh yeah, bro. You want me to take it? Uh, I mean, it's it's like a it's like a hunger. And rhyming, like if I, I can put it like this: if I never made any money doing it, I would do it. But you want to make money. About. But, but you, you want wanna... to. But I'm, yeah. I'm just, I'm just giving you my example of it, you know. But it's, it's just um, knowing that as as I get older, what I'm doing and saying changes as well, along with the dynamics. Like I don't talk the way I used to talk. You know, when I was 20 compared to I'm 42, you know, so it's a it's a big difference there. And that's what you know keeps me going. I just I just listen to all the stuff that I said and done and, you know, and see how I've grown with it. And that's a dynamic that changes in music all the time, you know. So tell me this, Dan. I always tell artists when they send me songs because I'm also a tastemaker. And when they send me music, I would and I would hear like some vulgar things and and profanity and all those types of things. And I was like, what you're telling me is your music is not ready for mainstream radio because you don't hear 
cursing in mainstream radio. So throughout the year, what are your views on clean lyrics versus original lyrics? Um, Oh, I mean, my thought process about it. Um, I mean, artists artists are, uh, are supposed to be free to creatively come up with whatever they come up with. You know what I'm saying? But um, the the industry and you know artists, up and coming artists, look at the industry and 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 ways that the things are moving, and people kind of move how the money go. Um, so what we do with our music is. I, I think that our music, I look at it as like a, a tool. You know what I'm saying? More so than this is just something to pass the time away while we ride. And like the content of what we put in our music is is probably the most important thing. Um, I mean, we want you to be able to bob your head and groove to it, of course. But yeah, and like we we doing music for a purpose, not not solely making money like of course we want to make money of course we want to get paid yeah. you know what I'm saying? but that ain't the total motivation of why we do what we do so as far yeah. as like person or, or vulgarity i'm like i think that sometimes artists try to overcompensate because they lack skill so they add all this extra person and talk about some of the the same circle of topics because that's what elaborate on that <laughs> what you mean lack skills what would you consider a red flag or signs that an artist lacks skills? Um, so as I, I first heard hip hop in '86. That's when Power '92 started in Arkansas. Prior to that, like, what no hip hop or rap being played in the state. So, you know, hearing Kurt Go and One DC, and you know, hearing that and. Into the late 80s when the X-Clan and Public Enemy. So I'm hearing different types of rap music. And the substance of the music seemed like it started to be missing. So when I say lack skills, I'm saying if you if if you've limited yourself to uh, a certain amount of vocabulary, you lack some skills. All right. Um. <laughs> it comes. It comes. It comes with vocabulary. You're right. Hey, look. I, I also look at it too. That I think mainstream think the thinks the audience have a certain type of intelligence. You know, and that's where they hit us with some of this stuff. They think, you know, just listen to certain songs. I'm like, oh, really? Like, you know, people are smarter than that. People more intellectual than that. Vocabulary is span larger than that. So I know you're trying to hit a target audience. But it just goes to say, if you hear a song for so long, okay, who you are, you're gonna get to see that song, you know. Like that. So, what do you think about the process that it took during COVID to get your music out to where it needed to get? I think that um, today, I mean, there there's so many different platforms to use to get out music today. Um, with, you know, with the internet and you got all types of different types of social media uh, on streaming platforms and like that. So, um, I, I mean, I do think there's a place for radio. Radio is still... I don't, I, don't mean, I don't mean the traditional ways, such as 
um, if you have Clubhouse. There are music executives who have rooms in Clubhouse where they actually just have like an open night where independent artists can submit their music to them. And if they're looking for signs, they're looking for A&Rs or whatever, they're all right there. So that was something that was created during COVID. That's why I was asking you, what do you think about the submission process to get your music out to where it needs to get since COVID? I mean, have you even utilized Clubhouse or other apps like that that has been created since COVID? Yeah, we we I think we've used a number of different platforms to to try to get our music out um, in in different regions, uh, different platforms, and things like this. So I think just the, the creativity of the artist to explore those different avenues is is yeah. a very in time as an artist, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you mentioned earlier, you know, the only option ain't just to walk through the door of the record executive office and say, "Hey, please don't listen to my tape." Like, there's so many other ways now. So, I think that's a wonderful thing for artists today. As artists, you're always a full time artist, but between both of y'all, were individually in life, has there been points where you've been grinding so hard that the music was first and then there's other points where life was first. So out of your whole career, how much do you think that it has been where music has been the most important? I, I would say um, probably early on, like for me, I think music is always a priority there. But like I said, you guys, we wear so many hats. There's other things that come along with that. You know, like like right now we use it in music as well. It's like we're doing like the GSC community garden, you know. So that's that's another thing that takes on, you know, saying a life. That's another part of what we do that collabs with our music as well. So that, the music always the forefront. It just expands to other things that expands back into the music. Okay. It's like a reflection on each other, really. Okay. I would I would say uh, I would agree with him early on, like you know. Hey, I got five children now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I mean, I'm in a boat too. I can spend all my time making beats and you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right? Like us coming together, just being there for hours and hours in the studio and stuff like that. Like we have more time yeah. to put put into it uh during that time. You know what I'm saying? Like you say we you know, we we got families, we're in the process of opening an independent school here in Palm Bluff. Um yeah. you know, like you said, we 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 do a lot of stuff in the community. So artistry and, and, and we're artists, like, I mean, visual art, graphic art, drawing, you know, cartooning, animation. Like, well, I hope that y'all like even on that new project that the library did in, because, you know, the library have applicants. They're actually looking for artists because they, they want people to do murals and different things like this. So check out the library here in Pine Bluff. Oh, and, yeah, we you know, definitely need to. I don't know if, you know, some artists that I have talked to before, sometimes money is an issue. Another thing that is at the new library is they have a studio there where artists can go into the library and record for free. Right, right, right. Y'all being part of the community, um, what type of live events do you do with the community? Oh, so... Uh, the last even, the last event that um, we had was at our community garden 
GSC Community Gardens on uh, East 13th and Alabama Street. We had a benefit show called Jazz in the Garden. Uh, so there were some um, there were some other artists that performed, and then we performed uh, with the collective group of artists in Pine Bluff called Changing the Narrative. It's a initiative started mm -hmm. last year, so it's about twenty local artists in the city that's contributed to this project, and uh, so we yep. did that's much. So tell me a little bit about Changing the Narrative. So uh, during the the whole George Floyd. Thing was going on. Um, I mean, it's been it's been a, a thousands of George Floyd's, uh, to be honest. But um, last year, there was a sister in Little Rock uh, that I'm connected with, um, Don Jeffrey. She's an activist. Um, she put a call out on on social media about Little Rock artists coming together to kind of speak to the issues and stuff like that. I was like, well, if Little Rock can do it. I know we can do it in Pine Bluff. We can do it. Yeah. We actually we've done it in Pine Bluff. Like Little Rock didn't didn't do that. You know what I'm saying? So I just took the idea and shot it to different artists uh in the city and a lot of brothers and uh you know a lot, lot of people said, Yeah, I'm with it. And uh yeah. we had beats, uh Funky put some minute beats, uh Maddie G. I, I did some beats and um artists just we started getting them recorded. So we started working on that back in June of last year. And we kind of finalizing the project right now. You know, it's a lot of people involved, so it's it's yeah. a lot of got to do. But so. it's, it's it's turned out to be a dope project, though. So we just released a video about mm, what two or three weeks ago, maybe. Maybe yeah. not even that long. Uh, called All In, so it's like twelve artists on this song. Uh, Shot in Pine Bluffs. Uh, so it's 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 a it's a great project. Okay, local all local artists. Most of them all reside here. Like some of them may not be born here, but most everybody here in Palm Bluff. So, yeah. Okay. So tell me, y'all process that you use to create. Do you hear the beat first, or do you write the lyrics first? So how do y'all come together to <laughs> ask all these different artists to come together with all these different concepts to make one project? Uh, for the for the change of narrative, it's the beats. Like we started out, we we got a we got a number of beats, put them together, put them in a thread, uh, send them to Gmail, everything, and let everybody hear them. Uh, ask who want to get on what, you know. Uh, that's how we did the change of narrative. Okay. As far as the beat process and beat picking them. Can I can I back up just a little bit? Sure. <laughs> Say it. Said so. It, initially, we had for the change in the narrative project, we had a meeting and, and kind of discuss the, yes. the matter and the in the theme of this project. So we wanted to speak to certain stuff, and mm -hmm. then we got beats in. You know what I'm saying? The people just started doing it. As far as like MCE projects, um, you know that that creative process is it, it kind of differs. Like said, might hear yes. beats. And write to it like, yo, I, I, this. I'm like, okay, let me yeah. check it out. If I'm feeling it, I'll write to it. If not, it might be a solo song for him, you know. So yeah, <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of easy when it's when you work with somebody who's so low, you know what, what something go, you know. But oh, I, I don't know. So you know what I'm saying? Like, there are certain beats that just straight hip hop. We're like, oh yeah, we finna we finna yeah, yeah we finna do this one. So um, yeah. 
you know, as as an individual, I may write to something, I may not. I may hear something in my head and write to it and find a beat for it later, you know. So what would you describe your style as? Ooh. Never <laughs> I never oh. thought of it, man. <laughs> I, I would say our sound is revolutionary. Like, I mean, plain and simple. Like, our what we do with our music, it ain't really mainstream. Like, you're not no. going, you're not, you ain't gonna hear artists. You ain't gonna hear our music on the radio or artists like us on the radio. Like, they ain't playing this on on your average everyday radio station because because of, of what we talk about. And uh, you know that I, you know I I look at that like I've done. I would say secular hip hop or rap. You know what I'm saying? Like I've made industry type songs and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So I, I've done that too. But like I said, I, I, I look at, I try to use my music as a tool. Like I'm trying to reach some people's mind uh, to yeah. help away stuff in them. You know what I'm saying? So I think we kind of heavy on the scale of certain subject matter. So we trying to balance out the other side of the scale. That's what I do. So. Okay. Yeah. So tell me, do you actually that there is an age limit on hip hop as an artist? There who? An age limit. Oh, age um, limit. As art as an artist. Nah, it's it's not a. If you if you got something you're talking about and you got a message you got to relay, that's that's not an age limit on that. I'm just wondering because they said that hip hop is the only genre of music that has an age limit. You can enter into country music, you can enter into uh, rock and roll, you can do anything, but they feel like I hear some people say that hip hop is the only genre that has an age limit. I think that has something to do with mainstream though. Like you know what you're seeing on TV, like every decade is changing. I think mainstream has made has made that narrative. You know, you can't say a rock him, you know, ain't valuable in today's hip hop. So to me, there's there's no age limit. Now, if you trying to go by what the mainstream trying to push you, then yeah, you would say that. But no, nah, I don't think so. I think hip hop is a is an innovative and ever growing creation. Like it's not supposed to remain stagnant. So there is going to be new developments in artistry, subject matter, styles of beats, all of those things. I think it's a place for all of it. Um, but I, I think one of the main reasons why people try to say it's an age limited in hip hop is because we dominate this genre of music. So it's all you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's cats that's eight, nine, ten years old is rapping already. You know what I'm saying? So it's always something mm -hmm. up coming. Like but you don't really hear about the eight or nine-year-old that's playing blues. You know what I'm saying? They ain't trying to push him to say, hey, BB King, get out the way. We want to hear the, the nine-year-old rap. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. they don't other genre. So it's kind of like making way for the next, the next, it's like an assembly line almost. You know what I'm saying? So you get your run on assembly line, but it's another model coming behind you. So you only got so much how to run in in this industry before they try to replace you with the the latest model. 
know what I'm saying? Mainstream monster, man. Yeah, so you know what I'm saying? We like that fresh sliced cucumber. You hear that pop? You know what I'm saying? That pop. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, that. I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thank y'all for coming. Yeah. I want you to give everybody your social oh, yeah. media handles, how they can follow you, any new projects you got coming out, any last word, advice, encouragement, anything that you would want to say. I'm handing it over to you. Uh, well, Instagram man, you can put in at said Adams or at nine with a nine over Femi. And at it's been like Malakia on Instagram, you can hit us with that. Uh I'll let them do the Facebook handles. Hey, I mean you can find MCE on all stream all uh, all uh major platforms, YouTube, Instagram, yeah. uh Twitter, uh I'm on TikTok. Uh, nine over Femi. Uh, also, MCE RBG. That's on YouTube, mm-hmm. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We on yeah. all of them. Um, and uh, we also do like a we also do like a show. Well, kind of like an interviewing type deal, and we do it ourselves. It's called Soul Speaks Form. Yeah. You know, you can find that also on Instagram. The hashtag Soul Speaks Form, and you can see some of the things that we done. So. I sure will. I would check you. Oh, really? Everywhere. For your platform, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, most definitely. Oh, well, thank you. I, yeah. I, can I, I can I just say this? Like, so I've been using the hashtag uh, Palm Bluff Hip Hop, and I Googled it, and uh, the show you did with Cody popped up. So that's how I, that's how I found you. You know what I'm saying? And, that was so a awesome show too. <laughs> Yeah, you know oh, what was I'm it? Saying? Was it okay? I run the page Prime Bluff Hip Hop, so uh, I had checked the, the the inbox and saw a message from you. I said, "Wow, I ain't seen this message. I never replied to her. Just see what's up." You know what I'm saying? So, uh, that, so that's kind of how that that happened. So I'm I'm glad I did reach out to you, and uh, you know we was able. To oh yeah. Well, y'all heard it. You can find them on all streaming platforms. And they have a new project coming out. We will talk about that more. Don't forget you can find the blog on blonde-intelligence.com. You can find the show on YouTube, IGTV, um, Facebook video, and LinkedIn video. Um, Podcasts on all podcasting platforms. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, share, and comment. Bye.